0: Thank you. Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. the II, and with me, as always, is... Sesame Lang Encarta. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: Interesting name. Thank you. Um, so... How you doing?
1: I am doing well, like... A bunch of ants that have learned how to create a technocratic utopian society.
0: You know what? What? That should be how the United States is run. Should be. Yes. Yeah. By ants. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: By ants, not, not like your ants. No, like not your... like
0: my, my aunt who lives in Florida or anything, right? No, no, no not no. that. Like you know, oh, okay. actual ants. Yeah, yeah okay. Okay. <laughs> Not my mom's <laughs> sister. Just making sure.
1: Okay. No, no, no. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, guess, I guess they could run the country, too. But yeah, I mean, I meant... no,
0: more power to her, but... Yeah. She's up there in age, and I don't think she'd be a, you know... I don't think she's running for president anytime soon.
1: I never know. I mean...
0: It's yeah, possible. Like, I mean, when I first saw the first Ant-Man, that's what I was thinking it was about. was that oh, really? Paul, Paul Rudd was going to turn into my mom's sister. <laughs> and, um... It never happened and I was really confused. You are like kinda of disappointed a little bit. Yeah. I was like hoping. Like, that, oh, I was hoping that my aunt got a job from Marvel. Yeah. And um no she didn't. I mean that would that would come with a lot of perks and stuff, so Yeah, because be... I was hoping that, you know, I'd be able to meet Paul Rudd. Um Right. But... <laughs> I want to meet Paul Rudd. Yes. I really
1: that's actually one of my goals in life is to meet Paul Rudd and actually hang out with him. For like one day or whatever, like not just get an autograph, <laughs> but just
0: like hang out with them. I think that would be pretty cool. So, what we do is like the Celtic Pride movie, yes, <laughs> you and I. We kidnap We kidnap Paul Rudd, no, no. and make and him then, hang out uh, with us for a day. Yeah, that's yes, how it works, yes.
1: right? <laughs> there's there's a pun in there, Celtic Pride. So, it'd be like, what would it be called, like Paul Pride? No, no, uh, uh whatever,
0: I'll uh, we'll think of it later. Celtic Rudd. Yeah, there we go. Uh, or crud. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Whatever. We'll we'll figure it out. There was a
0: there's a thing going on online right now. Um there's a uh that there's a there's a um a dog that this like uh shelter wants Paul Rudd to adopt that supposedly looks like him. And they named the dog Paw Ruff. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All rough. All right.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Look that up if you want to see a yeah. dog that kind of looks like Paul Rudd, but not really. Um... <laughs> cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, if you haven't gathered by the title of this episode, <laughs> if you somehow just randomly tuned into our episode... On your podcast and then, player.
1: Is it have it spoiled for you like immediately? Uh um, <laughs> we're talking I'm about sorry.
0: we're talking about the new film Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. <laughs> a little bit of a
1: long title in my opinion, but
0: okay, you know. Yeah, and a misleading title too, but that we'll get Right that off later. the
1: bat, I was a little bit the title's a little bit clunky, but okay, it's fine, whatever. You know, sometimes it happens.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a little uh A little bit misleading, too. Because it's kind of like Ant-Man and his daughter. And, oh, yeah, (laughs) the Wasp is here, too. (laughs) And also Michelle Pfeiffer
1: is there. Well, she's
0: there more than her own daughter, who's in the title of the movie. But I guess she could be considered the Wasp as well. Well, it's kind of like a
1: Doctor Strange in, in the Multiverse of Madness type of situation where... You know, Scarlet Witch is like kind of the main character, although I think this movie was a lot better than that one. So I'm not really mm-hmm. comparing uh, the quality of the film because, yeah, you know, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I really I, I like yeah. it a lot.
0: I found them both fun, but this one more fun. This um, one was. Yeah. So. <laughs> initial thoughts here um, and just a heads up to anybody that's listening, go see the movie before you listen to the rest of this. Because, yeah i mean because you know we have not only ant size spoilers but we've got like you know giant man spoilers right yeah so yeah. Just and, be careful uh, and, yeah and, you and, know and, uh, and, and, and normal size man spoilers yeah so yeah
1: so yeah um my initial thoughts were again i just i thought it was a really really fun movie uh i like paul rudd i think he's very funny dude uh i like the ant-man movies in particular because they don't you know take themselves too seriously although this one kind of had a more serious topic so it kind of did veer into that a little bit but it was still you know had a sort of ant-man kind of comedy to it which is yeah you know kind of why i like this particular series like this and the guardians that kind of like you know it's doesn't really take themselves too seriously although this particular movie is very important (laughs) in that it does introduce us formally into the new you know i guess the new saga
0: or the new phase it's the first uh,
1: it's literally the first phase five yeah yeah, it's uh, the first
0: episode in phase five yeah so yeah
1: so you know um that aspect but uh i mean yeah i mean i had a lot of fun with this one uh you know i'm liking that some of the newer movies aren't as long as, like, two and a half hour, two hour, forty-five minutes, we are starting to shorten the movies a little bit, which, you know, kind of like the whole Pete Davidson thing, you know, looking for a short-ass movie, you know, uh, sketch from SNL. Uh, Because I I do think, for a while, we're getting into some, like, crazy territory here, where it's like, do we really need three-hour long Marvel films? Like, it's not Citizen Kane. I mean, like, they're good, for sure, but do we really need, like, JFK long films like over Thanos or something like that. Like you could easily make these movies two hours long or even a little bit less and still Yeah we don't tell a good story. You know
0: We don't really need Lord of the Rings. Right. We didn't really need those long of movies in Lord of the Rings either but No
1: we didn't no, no, we <laughs> I remember watching them like with you and like the other friends and like we watched yeah. like the catch me up the speed so we mm-hmm. watched like literally one a night for like three nights straight. I'm like, okay, I'm getting exhausted. It was, it was like, like a full time the... job. Um it was yeah, it was getting a little bit much. I'm like, okay, here we get it. But yeah. uh and then, but then, yeah, then I mean, there's I'm the like... then
0: there's the director's cuts, which are yeah. well of
1: course, yeah, those are even yeah. I think that's what we watched actually was maybe the director. I don't yeah. But uh it was it was a while back. But uh but yeah, I mean that's that's the thing I'm kind of liking now is that they they're like, okay, we 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 can cut this stuff back a little bit. We don't need to tell this deep of a story with you know, and still make it enjoyable. So,
0: you know, I and, like and that. If, if they could too. do that with their TV shows, that would be great too. Because a lot yeah, of the, a lot of the TV shows could be a movie.
1: They could be, yeah. So, we're getting into some weird stuff. I mean, Phase Four was kind of uh messy, but maybe, yeah, maybe it had to be. You know, because. You know, if you kind of think about it, like, you you, you have Endgame, which, you know, literally is called Endgame, so that's supposed to yeah. end that whole story, you know, so it's like, what do you do after that? Do you just keep going bigger and better? So it's like, with Phase 4, I think it was, it was kind of important to sort of, like, slow things down a little bit, have, like, individual stories, like Hawkeye, who's not, like, a major yeah. superhero, you know, and, and tell these kind of... You know, individual stories that don't really seem like the the stakes are just like completely high. Like this one thing could just destroy the universe. Well, I guess Miss Marvel was kind of like that with
0: the the Jin characters, but like, but it was still, you know, it was still a personal story. It was like with Down 80, you know, because like, like you, know, yeah. you, know, you didn't 80. have like uh, you know, the rest of the Avengers showing up or anything.
1: Yeah, right. So, and it was I think I think phase 4 was necessary even if it was a bit messy. It's it's like you couldn't just keep uh-huh. going like you couldn't just go from Thanos directly into Kane. I think that would just exhaust people, you know. And, oh yeah. I mean, for me it would exhaust me cuz I'm already kind of going through like a superhero fatigue right now where I'm just kind of like I, think, I don't know, it just kind of happened over a few weeks ago or a month ago. I'm just like, uh, eh,
0: you know, like I think a lot of people are um I mean, it's like I don't know if I am necessarily, but there are times when I'm like I need something different. Um, yeah, it's that's why I kind of like um, more personal stories. Um, than uh, than like you know big sprawling epics too. Like I mean, I mean my my favorite recent Marvel thing when I look back on it is Miss Marvel. Yeah. Because it was a personal family story, you know, coming of age sort of thing, which made me care about it, you know, care about the stakes more than when you just got a bunch of people in suits that you don't really care about. Or (laughs) even if you were built up to care about them, but it's like you don't have time within the movie itself to be like, oh, you know, I really identify with that guy in the suit and not that guy in the suit.
1: <laughs> they all got suits, man. Yeah, you gotta have a suit. You got, you gotta have it. It's like that's the number one rule. Yeah, superhero, you gotta have a suit. Uh-huh. um a Three, like, can three, you imagine three three just piece like pin a pin stripe? Uh, wait, yeah. <laughs> well, not that kind, but like, well, you never know. Um, uh-huh. Could be like that kind of suit, but like, yeah, you never notice that. Like, you don't just see like a superhero just wear like a t-shirt and like pants they gotta have a suit you know
0: yeah, i mean sometimes they it. sometimes they What's do you know?
1: they should make that though they should make a superhero who just doesn't like have a suit He's just like well i guess jessica jones then
0: and... yeah i was gonna say there, there have been some yeah <laughs> so yeah but uh i mean i i really enjoyed the movie myself uh had a few issues with it overall but nothing that totally made me dislike the movie it was uh just uh you know certain writing issues I guess I could say. Um this one was obviously Paul Rudd didn't have anything to do with the writing on this one. He did on the last two. So, oh, okay. yeah. Um you could kind of tell and I would have liked a little bit more story on our actual earth as opposed to the whole movie being in the quantum realm for the most part. But that's just yeah. my own, you know, feeling and there's other you know, underbaked characters that I didn't like, but other than that, I liked them. I liked the overall story. Um, but yeah, that's just—I'm always going to find something wrong with everything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's just how I am.
1: Well, <laughs> even things I you love. Have, so, <laughs> when you're doing yeah, when you're doing a
0: review, you can't just yeah. keep
1: praises on
0: it. That's yeah. it. If, you know. Um. So. uh we can do like a, a a basic breakdown of it. I don't think we have to get too detailed on this because I mean it was a you know there a lot happened in a little bit of time, but also not a whole lot in a little bit of time. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean it was a pretty
0: straightforward story. I mean it yeah. was, I mean it was a point A to point B pretty much. I mean I mean it's 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 your typical story where you have an objective that you need to need to uh, accomplish. And it's how you accomplish it, you know. Yeah, which, I mean... which is the basis of like any kind of heroic story. It's your, it's your, you know, getting the ring dropped into Mordor. Um... <laughs> yeah, pretty
1: much. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, very similar. Uh, yeah. I, I, I do have some things to say about that too. That aspect uh, to it. Yeah, uh, which that, that's one of the things I kind of had a problem with actually. That. I mean, I know, I know a lot of stories are similar to each other, but there is like some stuff here that was like too similar to other movies I've seen. Like, oh yeah, I'll get into that, but we'll, yeah. we'll get into that. But...
0: <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. Um, and before we start doing this too, if you're listening to this, um, if, in case I forget after this, make sure you go to all 2com real Make sure you subscribe to the show. Um, share it with your friends. Download the episodes. Um, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever the hell you can do it. And, uh, you know, we have uh, merchandise at uh, Public. You can buy stuff there. Also, um, recycle. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, look both ways before you cross the street and don't eat yellow snow. Yeah. <clears throat> Don't do it. Yeah, you probably shouldn't get any kind of snow, especially if you're in Ohio. Um, yeah, exactly. Because they got lots of toxins and yeah, Chemicals, trains, all but, trains yeah. derailing and stuff. Anyway, yeah, so yeah. um, you know, no yep. biggie. Um, <laughs> so okay, to the plot here. Yeah. All right, we uh, we start out, you know, in the present day, or the MCU's present day after the uh. After the blip, <laughs> after uh, after Scott saved the world,
1: I mean, yeah, he he played a pretty big part in that.
0: Yeah, no, he saved <laughs> it. It was all him. Well, not all him, but he played. Were there other characters in that movie?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he thinks he saved the world. <laughs> A big part then again a lot of it was a chance because if the rat had not stepped on that thing I he know. Would have <laughs> stuck in there forever but but you know he did play a big role I mean, he's the one that came up with the idea of the using the quantum you know realm to yeah. trap time and all that stuff so you know he, he has some some bragging rights for sure yes although you know a superhero shouldn't rag but whatever
0: oh no no so, but, you know, you can't brag as a superhero, what else can you do? I mean, I guess true. Um You could be humble and Yeah. Oh anyway, yeah. so um anyways we we've got this uh okay, so so things are back to normal. You know, Cassie is now like eighteen. Um she's, you know, aged while uh Scott hasn't. Oh yeah. Now now played. By uh, Catherine Newton, who people may know from the uh, movie Freaky, which if you haven't seen, I highly recommend. It's one of the best uh, horror comedies to come out in the last decade or so. Have you seen that yet? No, I haven't. I haven't seen it. I recommend it. Okay. Yeah, it's like a it's like Freaky Friday. The original oh. title of the movie was like Freaky Friday the Thirteenth. Um, okay. Yeah, it's 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 a horror movie where uh her character of this kind of like uh teenage girl um switches places with a serial killer. Oh wow. Yeah. Played by uh by uh Vince Vaughn. So Vince Vaughn. Yeah, so it's wow. interesting to see wow. it's interesting to see Vince Vaughn playing a teenage girl. Wow. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so um Anyways, uh check that out. Um but we're not here to talk about that. Um so what goes on here? Uh yeah, I mean Scott is kind of just
1: living the good life. I mean, he's you know, he's he wrote a book and he does like readings and book signings and you know, he gets free coffee and food from this, you know, deli or whatever cuz the guy thinks he's Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> and and then, like, you know, he's getting, you know, high fives from kids you know who are fans of him and you know all that stuff and uh but a little bit before that though you had the scene where um uh, michelle pfeiffer's character um I, I i said pfeiffer on purpose but uh okay what, what's her I mean, it's a joke what, what's what's her main character's name oh <laughs> forgot her character's name janet
0: uh, van dyne
1: or janet yeah <laughs> she's i know it's it's like a uh a, a joke from keen pl where oh they, is it it's like the two guys who sort are of like work at the hotel and they keep talking about Batman and stuff. Mm. And they were talking about Catwoman and kept calling her Michelle Pfeiffer. I don't know. I just thought <laughs> that was funny. funny, but, but anyway, so she's like kind of stuck in the quantum realm and just kind of showing how she survived a little bit during this, this time. And then she sees like this, like ship crash and then she goes out there and she's almost killed by like some, you know, kind of like scorpion type of thing or whatever. And then someone shoots it and saves her. And it turns out that it's Kane who had like landed there and he's like asking her like, you know, what is this place? He has, you know, kind of a no, no idea. So that's kind of like the beginning. Like, so we, we know like, Oh, she actually knew Kane. Okay. This is interesting. Yeah. And then, uh, so again, a lot of the story actually kind of about her, not just about Scott and stuff. Actually, a lot of it's to do with her. And, uh, and then yeah, then we get into like Scott's Living the Good Life and then you know, he gets a call that, you know, from the county jail as he's doing one one of his book readings and his daughter, you know, was being held for like basically being in a protest or doing something and then she ended up um uh, turns out she ended up shrinking one of the police cars with one of her I don't know what you call it, device or whatever, and um uh, uh what's that thing called? Uh where you shrink the thing? Is it a... You
0: know what that is? Oh. I have no idea. I was trying to think. Oh,
1: sorry, I, thought, <laughs> I, don't know if you, I don't know if you got out of the room or something. No, like. I'm
0: still here. I was just trying to think about what it was called, and I couldn't think well, of it.
1: Well, whatever. She shrank the police car, and they knew that she did something with it, but... yeah. He's like, where is it? I know you did something with it, or whatever, and then she puts, like, this little car on top of the desk. You know, looks like looks like a toy car, but it's really... Yeah. Beautiful. A police car with the sirens going on so we get into this whole thing which that's one of the things too that kind of bothered me about this where it's like he seemed to like know absolutely nothing what's going on in his daughter's life which is weird because the whole point of like end game was that he lost all this time with his daughter and he yeah. wants to like up for it but yet he doesn't know how many times she's been to jail in the past year or so like I don't understand that, but okay.
0: Yeah, and well, you know, Cassie could be keeping it from him too. Um, True, but it just seemed like, and uh, it it did seem, it did seem like she seemed to have a closer relationship to Hope than her own dad.
1: Yeah, it's just I don't know, and And uh, to
0: Hope and Hank basically. So
1: yeah, it's weird. I don't know, but there's there's that kind of thing that just I felt kind of weird about, where it's like, how do you not like know? what's going on with your daughter when like the whole point of all this was that you wanted to like spend as much time with her as possible because you lost five years of her life. And now he's like, seems like he's paying more attention to like his book stuff and his podcast and whatnot. It just seemed kind of weird. I don't know, whatever. Uh, I don't know if they're just trying to create some kind of like separation. Yeah. yeah, It just seemed kind of like, like they were trying to find something to, I don't. Know, whatever. I don't want to get too critical, but that's yeah. stick to that a little bit. But uh, but yeah, just to kind of speed things up a little bit. Turns out that she's been studying the quantum realm with Hank, and she kind of built this thing to sort of sit, send a signal into the quantum realm, so that that way they can, you know, learn more about it without actually having to to go into it. And yeah, Janet Janet's very upset about this because. <clears throat> doesn't really talk about her time in the quantum realm and she doesn't really want and, you know to, pretty much wants the quantum realm and this world to be separated not to have anything yeah to, and to do and with and, each other. And to leave
0: everything that happened with her in the quantum realm in yeah. the yeah. past yeah I yeah think, I think, it's, I think it's, thing it's interesting because it's like been years since she's been back but she was she and uh Hank were blip were uh were blipped away right uh, I think all of them were
1: except for Scott. I think Hope, yeah, and both because yeah, because none well, of well, them well, can pull well, At them least out. Hope
0: and uh, Hope and Hank were. Or was was Janet there at the end too? I'm trying to remember.
1: I thought they were all. I don't remember. Yeah, Whatever happened with Ghost? That that story never got resolved. Is she still like being stuck like in the? Because the... they,
0: they they were going there to get healing particles at the end of uh, Ant Man Two to help uh, to help her. And
1: then, like, they never explained if they did anything, like, even With after those, the blip? Yeah, like, well, like,
0: well, like, like, did he get the healing particles when he came back five years later? I um, mean, I yeah.
1: wish they would have at least addressed that yeah. somehow, but so, for all we know, Pope, uh, Ghost is probably still, like, being tortured, going back and forth, you know, <laughs> for seven years at this point, or, you know, however long, whatever. And, I, like, uh,
0: I like to think that she's living in a nice, uh, you know uh nice uh you know family home in uh in vermont somewhere with a white white picket fence and uh yeah 2.5 kids and uh literally 2.5 because there's one yeah that's that's uh, (laughs)
1: concerned i'm I'm concerned about the 2.5 but uh yes one of them's cut in half i don't like that that's like the whole solomon story right there yeah you know Gonna cut this baby in half, and I'll know which <laughs> one's the real mother when they decide not to let me do it. <laughs> oh my God! Don't kill my baby. Okay, you're the real mother. Okay, yeah, you need to get that drastic. Okay, and then uh, whatever. Speaking of ants, it reminded me because I I just thought about this a while ago when we were talking about the ant. So there's actually a story in the Quran which says that that Solomon could communicate with different creatures. And and one of the creatures was that he could talk to ants. I'm like, holy shit! So like, like we got like a pre Ant Man Ant Man here. Like, yeah. you know, we call him a solemn ant, if you will. No, it's stupid. And, um,
0: <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> that, that title's a little antiquated. It is, yeah, antiquated.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. so, so yeah, they. Yeah, of course, you know they. You know, um, Cassie ends up accidentally sending the signal, and then. Um uh, you know, they get sucked into the the quantum realm and that's where the rest of the movie
0: takes place, basically. Yes, the it yeah. basically this is the plot of Horton. Here's a who. And um oh, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's where it takes place, right? In Whoville? And Yeah, um, I guess I mean <laughs> Might as well. No, I, no. <laughs> no. Um so uh yeah they, they they get trapped in the in the quantum realm um, and then they gotta basically find their way back. That's their initial goal, but they're separated. Scott and Cassie are separated from um from uh Hank hope and uh, Janet. So we gotta reunite our heroes <clears throat> and then yeah. get them back, you know. Yeah, one of those stories. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So that's why I say because then we tend to have two different movies happening for a little uh-huh. bit there. And I do like the thing about this movie where Hank is kind of taking a backseat in a little a little bit as opposed to what he had in the previous movies. Yeah, then we got more Janet, and it's interesting because Hank is kind of like not the most knowledgeable person here like he is normally. So we, we have this thing where he's kind of walking around and being like, hey that guy looks like a broccoli.
1: <laughs> right.
0: You know? <laughs> Stuff right, like yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. Uh excuse me folks if I keep hitting my microphone by mistake. There we go. Okay, okay. I'm gonna move out of the way. i not used to this new microphone. Sounds setup. pretty so- Let's sound like a xylophone for a second. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the um the 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 then what happens?
1: <laughs> no 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 yeah. the 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 no. Um. So yeah, there was like two separate stories going on at once. Uh, Janet, yeah, like she's like she's knowledgeable, you know, this realm. She knows the people. You know, she actually has like connections with different, you know, groups and knows like who to contact. You know, because she again she lived there for thirty years. So, yeah. and like uh, you know. This is one of the things that I'm kind of critical of, but at the same time, I, I liked it. It had a very Star Wars feel to it. It's oh like yeah, it this won't... was this was Wait.
0: definitely definitely Peyton Reed's like uh, Star Wars movie. You know, like he like he like he wanted to make a Star Wars movie, and this is what he did. He did he did direct a couple episodes of I think The Mandalorian. So he has okay. kind of been part of the you know but he's directed all three of these Ant Man movies. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because
1: at one point they go into like a literal cantina. I mean, it looks a little bit nicer than the ones you j- usually see in, you know, in Star Wars or whatever. But like the whole thing of like drinking, you know, weird drinks or, you know, weird food or whatever. But yeah, it was I like, did like the it was whole thing. like the thing cantina where, like,
0: scene for the whole movie. But yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty much like, so like, and then like that's, that's like with Janet Hope and, and, and Hank and like they drink this. This this liquid that helps them like understand like what everyone else is saying. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then also to like Cassie and uh and uh and uh Scott Scott. yeah they they get kind of trapped or like cornered by like this this like tribe or whatever. And then like it was it was very it
0: was very um Return of the Jedi when uh, yeah when yeah when uh they meet the Ewoks sort
1: of oh very much yeah exactly. it's okay dad just drink the ooze and she's got like this red stuff like yeah dripping off her chin and then the ooze comes out this guy who's like kind of like a gelatin sort of bean or whatever and yeah, then uh that allows you to yeah
0: yeah to be on Vab yeah. is his name he's a slime-like creature that lives in the quantum realm um he's played by david uh dash what i can't pronounce his last name but he also played kurt in the uh, previous two movies, oh okay, so he's the only one of uh, the buddies to show up in this one, but as a different character, it's a different so... character. Yeah, I was kind of upset about that too. Yeah, that yeah. we didn't, we didn't gang, have yeah. them. Yeah, um, yeah, and he he's been. It's it's weird about David. He he was in The Dark Knight as a character oh. named Thomas Schiff. He was in Ant Man, as as we know he was also in Batman, the long Halloween part one as a uh, Julian day calendar man as the voice of that. He is in the suicide squad as polka dot man. Oh, okay. That's just in movies. And then in TV shows, he was on the Flash as abracadabra. Oh, okay. So he's done a lot of, uh, Marvel and DC stuff. So Yeah, now I know who you're talking about Abracadabra and then
1: the Polka yeah. uh, the and Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so he's a really good actor because none of those characters are alike. So
1: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, this cool jelly dude, you know, he he's got this thing that can make you understood by other people and they can understand yes. you. So the goo you're, kind of...
0: goo-, goo you're drinking is actually just him.
1: It's him, yeah, it's yeah. his essence. But you know, whatever. And then yeah. uh and then like, you know, it's very Star Warsy, like, you know, the interesting thing, like the buildings are actually like alive. Alive, yeah. Like they're they're like just beings essentially that people live inside of, you know, and like uh you know, just kind of a cool thing. Uh we kind of learned a little bit about you know, they keep referring to King as him. That was another thing that kind of bothered me about the movie. It's like, okay, we understand. Like, you don't need to be so cryptic, like, the whole time. We like, know who
0: the bad guy him. is. It's not like... The he...
1: Conqueror. Like, you know, it's like, okay, we know, like... you know,
0: Yeah. Well, maybe they didn't know his name or something. I don't know. True. But, That's yeah. true, yeah. But, um, yeah, and, and then the, the leader, the kind of like the, the leader of them is this uh, woman named Gentora, which I don't know if they ever mentioned her name in the movie. They probably did, but uh, played by Katie O'Brien. And then she has a telepath friend played by William Jackson Harper from The Good Place. Yep. Named uh, Quaz. Yep. Um, Yeah. See, that was my main issue was those characters were completely underdeveloped. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like, they were just there for plot purposes.
1: Like we, it, it was, it was very... the same
0: issue I had with um, which we didn't get a chance to review, but that I had with uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Um, it was uh that the characters, <clears throat> besides like maybe our main character, were completely underdeveloped, and we didn't have enough time to actually give a shit about them. Yeah. So, like, if they're put into like uh, a a a. Uh, precarious situation where we want them to get out of we don't really have the stakes we would with somebody like scott or cassie yeah so
1: right yeah exactly because he has a pretty unique ability where he could read people's minds i mean that's pretty yeah. that, I mean, all like could do he just he he acted a lot like chidi almost oh, yeah. from, like he's like place, please, yeah. stop no. please stop thinking that please stop thinking that i i'm yeah. sorry
0: i'm tr- sure <laughs> I was happy to see William Jackson Harper in the MCU, but I wish they would have given him more to do that. that Yeah, yeah, me too. And and they would have given Katie O'Brien more to do too. I don't really know her from anything else, but still, you know, she seemed like a good actress and it would have been better to make her somebody she's actually been in the, uh, in the, um, mcu sort of before if you consider agents of shield part of the mcu she played a character named kimball oh okay so yeah that's interesting (laughs) i did not know that until i just looked it up so yeah so what what happens next
1: uh see if i got the timeline right so we could we kind of learned that you know kane has pretty much conquered like most of the quantum realm and just built like this huge You know, sprawling city taking over, and they they learn, you know, about Janet because they're like, we just want to find, you know, someone, and like, oh, Janet, you know, we all know Janet or whatever. So then, like, Janet becomes like the whole like pillar around which people like are circling because like she's pretty much like known by everyone in this, and you know, apparently she was like part of some like freedom fighting you know, type of revolutionary group or whatever. Yeah. To, to try to stop Kane from conquering, you know, everything. And, um, uh, but there's like some bad blood between them because some of them feel like she's kind of betrayed them by like leaving them or whatever type of thing. So, you know, I don't know. And, uh, it's one of those things we do get bill Murray in the movie for like a good five minutes, maybe,
0: maybe less. Yeah. It, uh, d- did it seem to you at all, Okay. Almost like all of his stuff was filmed separately from everybody else.
1: Uh like we mean like like a green screen or something or it,
0: I mean the whole thing was basically on a green screen, but but I it, mean but but it almost seemed like I don't know if he was in the same actual physical space as Michelle Pfeiffer and uh and Michael Douglas.
1: Uh yeah, I mean I don't know. I didn't really I mean I wasn't really
0: yeah. Like, it that, I mean, that just, it's just what I it seemed know. like to me. I don't know. I mean, it it would, it, it wouldn't surprise me if we find out like later in a, uh, behind the scenes, you know, uh, feature of it that, you know, that's what happened, you know?
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I was just kind of, I, yeah, you know, I was just kind of watching the movie. Plus, I didn't, I didn't watch it in 3D anything. I just saw it in regular yeah. standard cause I don't, I don't like 3D or whatever. I just like regular.
0: Yeah. I watched, yeah. it, I watched it in 3D, but that's still, I mean, it just seemed, it just, it just didn't seem like they were interacting. That's, that's, yeah, all. maybe they were. Yeah. But I don't know. It could just be me. It could just, it could be, I mean, you could be right. I mean, you, you,
1: you you know, you notice film yeah. stuff more than I do, though, mm-hmm. too. So, you know, it could be that. Yeah. So, I mean, so Bill Murray's character, I forgot his name in the character, I mean, in the movie, but. He basically betrays Janet by calling King or his army or whatever to... It's Lord, Kry- like, Lord Krylar. You know, that's right, yeah. And, and it was kind of implied, well, heavily implied, that they were like an item during yeah. the time that he was... And all you know, stuck in the quantum realm because, quote, she had needs. And, of course, Hope is like, uh Mom. It's like, okay... I understand, like, when you're a little kid yeah. or, like, a teenager, when you're like, oh, gross. It's like, by the time you're, like, in your 40s, you should know by now that you're meant <laughs> to, like, bang each other to have you. Like, I mean, I'm sorry, but, like, what? Like, you know? But yeah. I, think
0: it, well, I guess it maybe just it's just like, the idea that her mom was with some other dude. Um,
1: I mean, besides what? her
0: dad, you know?
1: So that was a like, kind of interesting thing. That was, you know, it wasn't like overplayed or anything, but it was kind of like just being realistic about things. Like, yeah, if you're separated from someone for 30 years, like, you can't expect them to just be like celibate the whole time. Oh, no. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, whereas, like, you know, maybe movies in the past, it would be like, I I waited until blah, blah, blah. blah. Like, no,
0: yeah. it doesn't happen. No, and, you you know, it no, shouldn't you... happen either. And, yeah, uh, no, no, you didn't. It, um, yeah. No, no, the, exactly. but, so, but, but, yes, but, it, but it, the, the, scene, the scene was very, uh, cloud city in uh empire strikes back.
1: Oh yes, yes.
0: Yeah. Like the the dinner where we're going to, you know, have dinner with you and then we're going to, you know, do a do a lando and uh, become the person that sold you out sort of thing. I mean, yeah, literally. I mean, like yeah. cuz
1: they were like up in the clouds or well, not maybe up in the clouds, but they're up high yeah. and a spaceship ship literally comes down, you know, with the soldiers to you know arrest them or whatever and like i don't know it's just like i mean it's not bad just a very star-esque you know and and
0: and i mean that that thing that the 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 betrayal of an old friend is like a tried and true thing from you know ancient greek until now you know so it's not like yeah
1: yeah Yeah, it's not a new plot you
0: know device but
1: uh yeah i'm trying to remember what else happens i know that kane ends up kidnapping or arresting um, Cassie and Scott at one point. Yeah,
0: he finds them. Yeah. And uh, basically captures them. So, yeah, and then uh, they're both in in these prisons. And, uh, yeah, he basically fucks with them in there and basically says that he's going to kill Cassie if uh, Scott doesn't help him Regain the the power source for his uh his his uh his timey wimey um, (laughs) (laughs) traveling chair. It's Um, like the
1: (laughs) movie. Literally, it's the same kind of thing. Like, it's a chair that allows him to travel
0: time. Yeah, I guess.
1: Okay, Uh
0: (laughs) I mean. I mean, I I haven't watched much Rick and Morty, but this was written by a guy who wrote on Rick and Morty. Okay. This movie was, so I've heard a lot of people say that it's very Rick and Morty-like, too, so, yeah. Interesting. And I know know they time-traveled and stuff on that, going to different dimensions and all that good, fun stuff, so. I could see where that might come into play. Right.
1: (laughs) So we kind of have two McGoverns in this movie. We got the tiny-wimey thing, but we're all still trying to find each other as well. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like,
0: you know... Yes. I It's like an egg McGuffin. And, um... Yeah. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's an egg of an egg McGovern,
1: yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, you know, basically, Scott is... Kinda of doing what he did in the first movie, using his like thieving skills, I guess, to you know, capture this item for Kang so that he can then, you know, rebuild his ship and then just travel different worlds, timelines, I guess, or something where he needs to be the the conqueror or whatever. Uh we find out that he was actually exiled there by other Kangs, like on like a council you know, I guess like the I guess like the uppermost top kings
0: who were like the most intelligent or powerful or whatever. They they, uh, exiled him to the quantum realm because he was going around killing bunches of people. So is that why? Because he was like too bad? My thing is is I think it was more that he was doing it on his own. Oh, I see. My my, my feeling is because I don't think that some of the kings... Of the millions that there are uh, care I mean I think they just want certain timelines killed off not necessarily that you get to like pick and choose which ones you kill off right okay maybe it's like so they're kind of worried about... predetermined ones that they need to that's that's my guess you know for future so basically ba- based on like Loki and stuff so right yeah. so Basically, they're kind of worried about competition, essentially, of him
1: trying to be the one and only Kane kind of thing or whatever. Yeah. You know, it makes sense. Yeah, because the only good Kane we know is he who remains, which, of course, Sylvie killed at the end of Loki season one. So, which is kind
0: of what started this whole yeah. thing. And he's kind of good. It just depends. Well, he's
1: yeah. good. Well, it's like he he did what was necessary, unfortunately, which is, you know, yeah, uh-huh. took people's freedom away, but without that it would just be millions of canes just running amok you know so
0: yeah i I guess it's all like a uh perspective sort of thing with him you know well it's perspective
1: okay so yeah i guess i would describe he remains as doing a morally questionable thing because he feels it's the good for everyone yeah whereas the other just are obsessed with personal power and Mm -hmm. they still do evil things so it's like doing something bad because you think it's it's actually for the good versus doing uh-huh. something bad, and you know it's bad, but you like and the fact that it's bad. The thing you know I'm mean? trying to
0: figure out, too, is, like, because, like, in the Time Variance Authority there, like, time is kind of at a different rate, so it's, like, he who remains is supposedly the last Kang.
1: Right, so... So, so
0: supposedly, the stuff that happened in Loki happened after this movie so
1: what's well, was the thing that was always confused me about the how time travel works in the mcu so i get the feeling that time travel is like or sorry alternate timelines is like part of the multiverse itself so it's not yeah. so much of like having like two different planets called earth or saturn but that like the alternate timelines sort of are like interlocked into that as well you know yeah I'll not explain it better than that, but that's it, kind it, of it's, how... It's, like...
0: it's almost like how, like, uh, I guess if you, if you want to go with the planet things, like how there's there's uh, solar systems and then there's, like, galaxies. Yeah. Like, certain timelines are connected to the same solar system, but there's galaxies that can be created outside of those, I guess. I don't uh, know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep.
1: Oh, and what else (laughs) happens? Yeah, he's got to threaten to kill Cassie and and make Scott have to watch it over and over in a time loop until he pretty much goes insane or whatever. Yeah. He won't steal this um, device for him. That's the thing I forgot to mention. So in the beginning, Janet and Kane are actually close friends because they're like the only two people that know each other. And she's helping him build his machine back up because he says that he'll take her back to her the timeline or her home or whatever but then w- when she touches his machine which I didn't really quite understand she like has all the memories of him and his marine, Yeah, which then realizes that he's like a bad dude so she doesn't want to help him anymore so then she like envigons his time thing to like way <laughs> larger whatever and no, uh, I, I, I,
0: I, I, I like that word that's why I'm laughing that's
1: a Flash reference or also <laughs> yeah. a Legends of Tomorrow reference yeah. as well with uh, a- Adam uh-huh. The Adam, yeah, Adam, which is pretty much DC's version of Ant Man, essentially kind yeah. well, not not totally because he doesn't talk to ants, but like yeah, no, but and, he... Big End. Yeah. and um, so yeah, she embiggens the the circular whatever the Mobius kind of thing, or it it did look a little bit like the Mobius thing that Iron Man or Tony Stark did with his computer simulation, kind of to me that kind of um design, you know, that's that's how he discovered, um, time travel through his, his, um, <clears throat> computer, whatever it was. Uh, <clears throat> there's also some theories too, that Kane had even orchestrated stuff in end game and all this stuff too. Like he orchestrated Tony to, to, um, quote discover time travel, you know? So all this has been orchestrated by Kane this whole time, like Thanos, all this stuff, like all these people thought that they were, Doing things on their own, but this was like a predetermined thing that Kane had just basically
0: like uh, all the all people are just puppets that they're controlling.
1: Pretty much, I mean, that's kind of what they're going. I hope they go with the route because we're going to get the Young Avengers at some point, and (laughs) in one of those iterations, you actually have uh, because in one of the stories, Kane is actually a a very distant descendant of. uh, Mr. Fantastic, um, I forgot his real name. And, Reed, um, Reed
0: Richards, yeah. Yeah, Reed
1: Richards, and that he discovers at one point that he's destined to become King Conqueror. so then he tries to then go back in time to prevent that from happening, so then he joins the young Avengers, I think, so maybe we'll have a little, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, because King's, Kang,
0: like... like, basically real name is Nathaniel Richards. Right, yeah, um, Nathaniel. So. Yeah, <laughs> and... uh yeah, he's a, he, he's a descendant of Reed Richards. Yeah.
1: And, you know, I mean, they'll probably be like, well, how can it happen if he's black? I'm like, okay, but like 3,000 years in the future, I mean, all you have to have is like two ancestors who are black and you'll end up looking
0: like, you know what I mean? Like, so. That, 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 that is if if uh, they, when they introduce Reed Richards again, because the one we saw that John Krasinski played oh, right. isn't necessarily the one we're going to have in. Our movies, True. So, but
1: even even if it was, it could be because we're getting we're talking like three thousand years in the future. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like my ancestors three thousand years ago were probably like Middle Eastern or something, you know. So, like, yeah. you know, what I mean, like just because you know this dude from like three thousand years ago looks a certain way, which I don't know, that might just be fan service having him play um Reed Richards because people were like
0: begging. Well, yeah, that, that's have... what it was. I mean, yeah, and, and there's no, there's no like real statements from Kevin Feige or anything that that they're not going to recast him because they're actually talk about there's there's been various people that have been suggested to be the new Reed Richards including my favorite is I think Penn Badgley should play him but that's just me was, who's that I don't think I know that person I don't know his name at least uh, um, Penn, Penn Badgley he stars on the TV show you oh okay on, uh, Netflix he's also a Baha'i that
1: dude okay yeah yeah all right I
0: think he should be Reed Richards that,
1: that would Netflix. be that would be like yeah I. Uh, That would be really interesting, yeah. Uh, You'd call him Baha'i Richard, and that doesn't make sense, but uh, (laughs) Baha'i the Conqueror, and that is sounds stupid. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but anyway, so I'm kind of lost here for what happens. Yeah, so basically,
0: I I mean, it boils down to what we've got going on here, is that um, the Langs are taken to Kang, who demands that Scott helps get his power core that's what that's called back or oh. else he will kill cassie scott is taken to the core's location and shrinks down he is nearly drowned in a sea of variants of himself <laughs> um but at the same time hope and the ganger coming from the other direction into this uh center of this thing and then hope flies in there arrives and She basically helps uh, Scott acquire the power core. Um, Kang, of course, being an asshole, (laughs) doesn't release um, Cassie. And uh, he, he captures Janet, destroying her ship with Hank on it. So we think Hank's dead. Yeah, um, but Hank is actually rescued by his ants, which have been because time is weird and the it's it, time is all timey wimey and wonky. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, <laughs> the 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 ants have been there for thousands of years and now are like these advanced ants, advance, advance, yeah. yeah, they're advance, they're and, advancing, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had, they had an advantage and um they did. They, they 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 worked for bob vance vance refrigeration no oh, anyway well, so
1: no yeah exactly
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes i need help um they <laughs> they uh they rapidly evolved basically becoming like hyper intelligent like basically you know the uh planet of the apes version of vance and yeah. um <laughs> i know the ants yeah timeline of the ants and yeah plan planet ant plan and. yes um, yes <laughs> <laughs> yes yes um so Hank ends up helping Scott and Hope as they uh make their way to Kang to rescue Cassie and Janet um Cassie gets out rescues uh Gentura from the fr- from she's like in a in a prison and then basically there's this big uprising and uh oh yeah there's uh did we mention modok
1: no i was gonna say we've totally forgot about MODOK.
0: <laughs> yeah the rebels uh they <laughs> the rebels are under attack earlier from kang's forces who are led by modok you know uh which means machine only designed what was it uh what it? yeah machine oh oh no mechanized organism designed only for killing that's right, yes, so yeah, we learn. That Modok is actually Darren Cross from the first movie, <laughs> um, aka Yellow Jacket. Yeah. So, because he survived, um, when Scott shrank him down and he was inside the quantum realm, I guess. So.
1: I guess, yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. I don't understand. And they saved him, and he became this Modok. The craziest looking fucker ever.
1: Um, <laughs> like his face was like, like just stretched out like a bad, yeah, image where you just kind of yeah. stretch it, but you know, like a bad, that face- was funny bad facelift
0: I- or something, yeah. Um,
1: that's what I liked about it. That it was just so, oh, yeah, like not even good looking, like it just looks so stupid. And, I mean, like-
0: Modoc is a character in the comics, but he's not Darren Cross in the comics, oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> it's just well, wow. and I think he actually exists in the real world and not in quantum realm so it's oh, like okay. yeah, yeah in in the like comics and i mean there was, a, there was like... a short-lived uh modok animated series with uh Patton oswald voicing you know, okay so wow yeah on hulu i only watched i watched an episode or so it was actually kind of funny uh um, oh, okay but anyways uh cassie basically um ends up appealing to to cross to, to modok And convinces him to turn sides and fight Kang. Though this ends up costing him his life at the end. But at least he died of an Avenger.
1: That's what he thinks. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he's so full of himself. He's like, I always thought of you like a brother, Scott. He's like, you did? Like, why? Like, seriously, they weren't even friends. It's like we knew each other
0: for, like, one day.
1: I know. And he's like, oh, like at, le- at least I died an Avenger, and he's yeah. like, yeah, 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 you're in. Yeah. <laughs> I like,
0: that. it's like we knew each other for less than a week, and somehow, I know it's just <laughs> like brothers. So
1: weird. I know it's just crazy. Probably because it's like lost his mind from being down there. Like, and no. uh, yeah, Cassie literally convinces him to do that by saying uh it's never too late to stop being a dick yeah it's true it's good it's good life advice mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> i got that tattooed on my back and uh um... it's never too late stopping <laughs> <laughs> and then uh yeah, i can't believe we, we almost forgot completely to talk about him like oh, yeah know I mean, it's uh uh funny he, he only had like seven minutes of
0: screen time but you know yeah but it's still enough yeah um so uh Basically, what ends up happening is that uh, Janet fixes the power core, and uh, after the big uprising that basically, you know, takes on Kang and everything.
1: Basically, the rise of the Skywalker, and the whole cavalry shows up. Yeah. Oh, that whole thing. I I was almost amazed that at one point, like, Kang was like, who are you? And Scott was like, my name is Scott. Scott
0: Skywalker. You know, like... That that was in the deleted scenes. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean, y- you could also say like um like Modoc laying down on the ground was very like uh Anakin dying at the end of Jedi.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> and I wouldn't put him on the same level as Darth Vader, but <laughs> no, because
0: <laughs> he's like a goofy little dude. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, um. So Janet fixes the power core, um, and then uh, everyone but Scott goes through the portal back home. Oh yeah, that's right. Kang, you know, does the whole you know, um, thing where like the the the, the typical horror movie thing where you think the bad guy's dead but he's not. Um, <laughs> ow! Oh, there's like a
1: million ants swarmed him who are like. Human size or even bigger, yeah. and then somehow he survived
0: the attack. Okay, yeah. Sure. Now, um, so uh, basically, um, Kang attacks Scott, um, nearly beating him into submission, but Hope returns, and together with Scott, they destroy the power cord and knock Kang in into it. Uh, causing him to be pulled into oblivion, so who knows where he is. I'm not sure where Oblivion is, but I hear that they have good school districts. Um, yeah, they're pretty decent. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, um, no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, public <laughs> transportation is not the greatest, though. But it's, no, you know, know. But yeah, whatever. Um, they have budgetary issues, <laughs> and, you know, allocate, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so so Cassie ends up reopening the portal and, uh, on her end and Scott and Hope return home. Um, and then Scott goes back to being happy and resuming his life. And he's having a birthday party for Cassie, even though it's not her birthday. Hey. Um, and he's like thinking out loud, you know, doing his like narration out loud. And he's like, uh, yeah, we won, right? Right. He, like he's questioning sure he things. Yeah. Yeah. Which I like. It's like he doesn't
1: know if they won. So. Yeah. Like he's. See, at first I was like, they can't just resolve the movie that cleanly. No. Like, oh, right. They they all make it back. And because at first I was thinking Scott was just going to get trapped there and basically live in the quantum realm. Yeah. You know. And then Hope came up. I'm like, okay, maybe it's both of them. And it's like, oh, no, we're back. Everyone gets to go home. I'm like, oh, yay. I'm like, that seems too convenient. Or like yeah, a marvel too. Movie, clean, you know. Okay. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> so then um yeah, but basically he ends up he, he he's basically hoping thinking that something um terrible is coming, which you know, setting up the whole quantum mania.
1: And uh <laughs> Or the Kane Dynasty, which is yeah. literally one who he's titled uh uh-huh. coming out. He's literally called Avengers, the
0: Kang Dynasty. Yeah, and we got, uh... We have a, uh... mid-credits scene after the... after that, uh, where we, uh... meet a bunch of, uh, various... variants of, uh, Kang. They discuss the, uh, Conqueror's death and plan their uprising. And, uh... They're uh, concerned by the increasing interest of the multiverse by the heroes of Earth six one six. And So, they're like, you know, these fuckers are getting too curious, you know.
1: Right, like no, they yeah. know too much. So that's what I'm wondering about. Is so, I'm wondering like with the new big baddie, if like if it's not going to be a thing where it's like you're fighting Thanos like it's more of like they might kill one Kang and then another one shows up so you're not really actually fighting
0: against like the and, same guy you know what i mean and and Jonathan Majors is an awesome actor and he's playing oh, yeah. he's playing each of them differently but the the issue i have with that is you're not really connecting to the bad guy see that's
1: what i'm worried about that's, that's what yeah, i'm worried about like, i just
0: I- hope we get one kang like even if it's this Kang that we just had end in this movie, maybe he when he went off into oblivion, he didn't really die, right? Yeah, like maybe he comes back and he's the big bad, or see that or something or, or, or somebody that we can hang our hat on that we can you know because I mean it, 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 it's it it's 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 like um I don't know in 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 a series like this where you're gonna set up a whole big bad it's different than like if than like a James Bond franchise where you can have a different villain in each movie. This See, yeah. yeah, this is different. like
1: It's like, yeah, they let's say they kill, you know, Rama Tut Kang in one movie, because that's one of the guys in the console yeah. is Rama Tut. And we got a little bit of that taste in Moon Knight where they yeah. the one had a jacket and it had Rama yeah. Tut on the jacket. So Rama Tut, for those who don't know, that was one of the first things that Kane did was that he went into ancient egypt and became one of the first pharaohs and that the sphinx yeah. is actually it's a time ship that's to made to look like a sphinx and um rama Tut is one of the the guys in the council then he got like a weird technocratic cane who looks like he comes from like the way 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 future yeah. you know and but yeah it's like if it's like one movie they defeat Ramatut King. Okay, he's gone. Now we got the technocratic. I mean, that, that would be just like eh, like you're not you're not getting attached to yeah anyone anywhere. Plus, two, they 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 held a, a like a basically like an arena of kings, like thousands of them, like in yeah. the
0: you know like yeah, because we could have all of them and not care about any of them. It's like I mean, it, it's it's kind of like the, the whole thing, like where the stakes aren't that high. For like right. William Jackson Harper's character or, uh, or or Katie O'Brien's character in this movie, because we didn't really get to know them. I mean, they they were on screen, you know, less time than a guest star on a sitcom, you know. So it's like,
1: yeah, and plus too, like, and less developed. With whole, yeah, with the whole Council of kings, I didn't really quite understand what they're going into. I mean, they'll probably explain with the next movie, but it because it seemed like. Some of them were, like, sort of, like, low, lower-tier kings. Like, they weren't, like, super smart. Because, like, one yeah. guy was, like, jumping around, like, way too excited. Like, he would, almost yeah. seem like a lackey. Like, not really, a, mm-hmm. like, a super smart version of himself. You know what I mean? So I it's mean, they're like, all why... going to be
0: different. I mean, I
1: think that it's, well, like, Well, true, anything. but yeah. just, why would they need that guy to help them when he doesn't seem like he's
0: really all that... Well, it just seems like they brought him all there just to, you know... It's just, like, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, exactly. Just because it's, like, oh... You got an invite because you, you know, it, it, it's it's kind of like when you invite that weird cousin of yours to your family reunion that you don't want to, you know, invite. True, but, but he's still family, so you got to invite him. Um, you got to
1: invite,
0: yeah. <laughs> I probably that cousin. I mean, anyway, me but too. Uh, That's who probably I am. But anyways, the, but like,
1: but I I thought the Aldi King were supposed to be smart. Maybe I was mis Maybe I was mistaken. No, I, I don't it.
0: think so. I think some of them aren't. So, okay. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah, that's what we got. Then, but then we got a second one. You want to talk about the second?
0: Yeah, yeah, we we got a second. We got a post-credit scene where we uh, see this magician come up on stage again, played by Jonathan Majors, whose name is Victor Timely, and this looks like it's in the early 1900s. And uh, then in the audience, we see Loki and uh, Mobius, so from uh, the Loki TV series, and. and, uh, Mobius says to Loki, he says, are you sure that's him? Yeah. And so they're, and basically, yeah, it's, you know, and it's like, he doesn't look that threatening. Right. Yeah. He's and, like, oh, he is. And Victor Timely is a, is a character in the comics as well. Oh, interesting. Timely, a good. Yeah. And, and the, the name of, uh, it's interesting because, uh, the name of Marvel Comics before it was Marvel Comics was Timely Comics. Interesting. Yeah.
1: And plus, too, the name Victor, so it means you're victorious, timely, mm-hmm. uh-huh. so Victor over time.
0: Yeah. You know, that's a an And that's what very... he's talking about on stage, too, is about how time is, like, you know... Right. Really valuable. And valuable and very important. And uh, so, you know, and that's what's going to be very important in the future, and it's going to be a way to kind of, like, Reset some things, I'm sure, in the future of the MCU. Oh yeah, kind of like what they're doing over on the in the DC side with the new Flash movie, which I won't. The see.
1: DCU or DCEU? Why is DC, it? It's,
0: D- it's DCU now. Okay, it used to be DCEU because it was what, the, the East it, Am- extended universe. Oh okay, all right. yeah, but now it's just universe.
1: <laughs> see, I'm starting to wonder if the DCU is kind of. Maybe replace because Marvel's been ascended for a long time, so I'm starting to wonder if DC's going to kind of. Because for a while, DC was like struggled real hard to make a movie yeah, that mean, was kind
0: of it. it. It's going to be hard to tell. I mean, they just got to make some good movies for it to happen. I mean, the Flash looks really good, but uh, the oh, this- whole the whole uh, Ezra of it all, I don't really know if I want to. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. plot my money down at the AMC to see that, you know, so exactly yeah the shitty amc
1: theater yeah but they want to now charge you extra to get better seats it's yeah like
0: guys know you're losing when you're gonna try that <laughs> yeah. like more money to so, see a see a kidnapper on screen
1: no it's so fucked uh, up yeah. like summer of 2021 a stock price for amc back at about 72 dollars per share of course a lot of that we had to do a stock manipulation of like oh, yeah regular but now it's down to like six bucks a share. So it's yeah. like, that's bad. That's, bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's really, really bad for six. That's like a
0: penny. It's stock like, now let's error. start charging people for things that used to be free. It's it, it's the whole uh, Elon Musk Twitter of it all. Like, uh, let's charge people. Well, now people. Meta's doing it too. And, and now Meta might be doing that too with the verification stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, yeah.
1: I didn't like the fact too that you have to like, order seats anyway like why can't i just buy a ticket and sit where i want i don't like that i have to even choose a seat anymore but now they're like okay now you gotta do that now we're gonna make you charge charge you extra board yeah, seat. i'm like i mean not not like, not all
0: theaters make you choose the seat it's usually just oh, based, okay, based okay. on the movie and the and the theater um, okay yeah it's like i didn't have to choose my seat for uh when i went to see him man um, okay which i saw with my father which was good it was his first mcu movie that he ever saw in theaters okay that's cool which was really cool he enjoyed it um I, the first mcu movie he watched all the way through was the first ant-man okay just, just days before and then we watched the second one and then i took him to see the third so okay yeah cool so that was fun i enjoyed going with him so yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah the yeah and i got to sit we we're in the The nice, like the theater that I go to, the seats are pretty horrible in most of the auditoriums. But there's one nice theater in there, and luckily that was where they were showing it. So yeah, yeah, wow. With the slightly comfier seats, which are basically like the normal seats in like other theater chains, like Cinemark or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like the normal seats in those theaters are their fancy seats um so
1: <laughs> wow yeah that's yeah sad. Um, i mean
0: the only way to make some of the seats in these theaters and I, i'm hoping AMC's listening you gotta fucking step up your game here yeah um, yeah totally. if, if you want to charge people for where they're sitting um the only way that these seats could have been worse is like if they were some rusty old like folding chair or something you know that's the <laughs> like only way they'd be like, the less comfortable yeah
1: yeah Like a makeshift cinema where they just got like a a big screen and they just put some chairs. Yeah. (laughs) You know, out or whatever.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like with a rusty piece of metal sticking in your ass the whole time. That would be the only way that would be less comfortable. Um, Wow. Yeah. (laughs) But, anyways, um, (laughs) it'll be interesting to see where this uh, saga is going here in the MCU. I hope they uh, stick the landing better with some of the movies i mean i don't understand why critics hated this movie for some reason it seems see that, I, I didn't really read any reviews but i did hear that yeah there was i like... didn't really read many either because i don't really like to read reviews anyways lately i mean yeah there, there are certain certain um critics that i like their reviews and i will read them like usually after i see a movie oh but, yeah of course. um it's just this uh for some odd reason, Rotten Tomatoes' score was really low. It was, like, lower than Eternals. Really? Yeah. That surprising... Eternals <laughs> was kind of weird. I mean, it was good, but... I mean, the, the thing is, is both of those movies, I think, were a lot better than what critics gave them credit for. Yeah. Um, Eternals had a lot of issues, but it could have been better. Yeah. It could have been better, but it wasn't, like, the worst movie ever made, like people right. were trying yeah, to say. Exactly. And then when this gets lower... Uh, Rotten Tomato score. It's like okay, why? See, I wonder <laughs> if it. I wonder if if it's like superhero fatigue. I think is it is because shifting that onto the movie. You know, it, it, it's hard. It's hard to beat that like um, feeling we had when we saw Endgame, right in theaters. Like that. It, it, it's it's hard. It's it, it's it's like it's like a. I mean, I've never done drugs, but it's like trying to recapture that first time you snort cocaine or something. You know what I mean? You can't.
1: Yeah, it's just that movie, yeah. that experience was so built up for 11 years, so you know, yeah, and he, the Iron Man movie
0: came out in 2012. And, and when you're going back, like, I mean, because honestly, if you, if you take Quantumania and compare it to some of the early you know, like, uh, MCU movies, it, 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 it holds up compared to, like, I don't know, like, um, Iron Man 3 or other ones, you know what I mean? It's like or like the first and second Thor movies which yeah. were okay. Yeah, you it's know. it's it's hard to people look through those look at those things with like rose colored glasses. It, it it's kind of like when when people are like, "Oh, you're ruining my childhood by making masters of the universe now." Oh god. Um yeah. Yeah, exactly. But then if you actually go back and watch the original He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, you're like, "Wow." This is what people are willing to die on their sword for on their yes, on their on their, right, like, their power sword for um, yeah, but, sorry, but, man. yeah they, <laughs> you know it's yeah exactly yeah
1: <laughs> it's, oh, like, it's a
0: lot of things it's like you know it's kind of like you know you, you haven't eaten at this restaurant in a while and then you go back and eat there and you're like ah oh, this wasn't as good as I remember um, right yeah but it it is what it is and it's a fun movie very flawed I'll admit. It could uh-huh. have been a lot better, but it wasn't, like, the worst movie I've ever seen, and it was better than a lot of other, like, superhero movies I have seen, so.
1: I mean, even for last year, like, it's way better than Thor 11 Thunder. Yeah. Which was way too goofy for its own good.
0: I mean, I think it was better than, like, if we go to, like, DC movies that so we want to compare, like, two different franchises like like
1: Suicide Squad the first not yeah like
0: the the first Suicide Squad or like I tried to watch Aquaman the other day and I couldn't make it that far through oh really I'd never seen it. no I mean I'll probably eventually finish it but it just wasn't doing it for me so yeah it's like better than those movies in my opinion so far so (laughs) it's like who knows um but but just I I, I mean the the, they're, they're they're postponing, sadly, uh the Marvels, which uh Yeah no. isn't gonna come out until the end of the year, which might be a smart idea though, to give a little bit of breathing room in between the movies.
1: Yeah, that's I think that's the fatigue, now yeah. Now they got T V shows in between the movies, so it's like there's like a new project coming out like every two
0: months, it seems yeah, like. I mean, if, like if you if, if you have the McRib every day at McDonald's, it's not as special as we just release it once in a while.
1: Exactly, or for Wendy's, because I don't like McRib, but like for yeah. Wendy, to have this um, this really good um mushroom melt cheeseburger with like melted yeah. cheese, which they don't make anymore at all. But it used to be a seasonal thing. Yeah, and I would like every every February, I would just, I would like get that as many times as I could. But like if that was year
0: round, I'd probably get tired of it after like every yeah. week. Like <laughs> it's like Cadbury mini eggs. I love those. Totally, yeah. I love those, but if they had them all year round, like they do in England, but they taste better like, there from what I heard. But anyways, so that's yeah, yeah, neither here nor there. Exactly. We're getting way off topic, but yeah, I really yeah. just, I, but basically I think the next uh, TV show we have is, is Loki season two. Okay. Coming out sometime in like, I want to say like June or something or May or something. Probably because that was yeah. when the first one like, came out, two thousand. 21. yeah so we've got a little bit uh let me see if it says uh season two yeah it's scheduled to come out mid 2023 it doesn't, okay. doesn't really say when specifically but that's probably going to be our next mcu property that we'll be able to see okay so um it'll be cool to see that and see if we get more of uh Kang in that, you know, or Victor Timely or whatever version we'll have in there. Yeah. So that'll be cool. Um any other thoughts here before we wrap things up? No, I think I've said my piece, um, you know. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um yeah, uh as I've said before earlier, make sure you go check out all two real two dot com. Um give us a five star review where you can check out our patreon and our t public um also share with your friends that's very important like after you're done listening to this episode it takes like 2 seconds to just share it on facebook or True. On, or on twitter or hive or um tiktok or um zipsap or hey. Zugi Doogie and uh you know those are U-D-Hot. things right Zoogie Doogie is my favorite. That, that We should actually start a social media company called Zoogie Doogie. Maybe we can get uh, Neil Patrick Harris to get involved. Um, yeah. And we'll call it <laughs> Zoogie Doogie Hauser MD. And um... <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, so, anyways. Um... <laughs> wow. <laughs> make sure you Zoogie Doogie, yes. And um... <laughs> make sure you're kind to each other. You know, that's that's important in this climate that we yep. have in this world. Uh, you know, just be respectful and cl- kind of each other. Um, stay tuned, coming up soon, not, not the next episode, but in a future episode, we will be actually revisiting the movie The Reconciler um, that we covered for our religious reels. And we have scored an exclusive interview with the writer and also the director of the movie. So... Absolutely. So that's going to be really kind of fun to get their point of view on things and explain why the movie is the way it is. Um, and uh, they seem like nice guys. So this will be fun. And yeah. Um, yeah, so make sure you stay tuned for that. But until next time, folks, remember that I love you, even if you're the size of an ant. <laughs> Or, you know, big like a giant man. Or just like a regular man. Regular, yeah. Or woman. Or non-binary person. Yeah. But also, bye bye
1: Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.